And when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as is written in the law of the Lord. Every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. In the name of Jesus. So, when does Christmas end and Easter begin? Well, for whatever it means, by December 26th, KFUO-FM has definitely shut off the Christmas music. Twelve days of Christmas are observed by many Christians throughout the world. And for other Christians in other parts of the world, Christmas doesn't really get rolling until Epiphany. So when does Christmas end and the road to Easter begin? Our text would suggest right about now. Today, exactly 40 days after the birth of our Lord, his parents brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as is written in the law of the Lord. And rather than a young lamb, they offered the poor man's sacrifice, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. The point being, big sacrifice or little sacrifice, blood had to be shed for sin. The writer to the Hebrews confirms that indeed under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Almost everything, it says. For Jesus, the spotless Lamb of God, the one who had no sin, needed no purification. And so for the first time in Hebrew history, Jesus is the first and only male to break through the womb, open the womb, to be presented to the Lord, and to be called holy. The Holy Spirit's editorial addition to a quotation from Exodus. He's certainly entitled to edit his own material. And finally, an echo of the promise made to Mary at the Annunciation. The child to be born will be called holy, the Son of God. Big sacrifice or little sacrifice, blood had to be shed for sin. Only now the parents who offer the little sacrifice bring with them the bigger sacrifice. Bigger and better than all the blood of all the turtle doves, of all the lambs, for all the firstborn of all the people of all time. They bring with them the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Big sins, little sins, your sins, my sins, all 
sins. Luther preached, the deeper we plunge Christ into the flesh of mankind, the better it is for us. Old man Simeon understood that. Like all the faithful, he had waited patiently for the consolation of Israel. Spirit-filled and spirit-led, he had been uniquely promised that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So there on that day, in that temple, in the ruddy flesh of a smelly little six-week-old, the Lord laid his holy body into the arms of faithful Simeon. And Simeon blessed God and declared, Now, O Master, you are setting your servant free according to your word. Like Simeon, this little child has set you free, too. Free from sin, from death. In your baptism, he set you free forever, just as he promised. For we know that in baptism, our old self was crucified with him. In order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Like Simeon, your eyes have beheld the flesh and blood of the Son of God. For the same flesh and blood that was laid into the arms of Simeon on that day has been placed into your mouth to eat and drink for the forgiveness of your sins. No doubt about that. And where there is forgiveness of sins, there is also life and salvation. Yes, the deeper we plunge Christ into the flesh of mankind, the better it is for us. Today, on this 40th day of Christmas, or is it the first day toward Easter? In Jesus' name, Amen.